Lil Blood TV. This is a Lil Blood TV exclusive for real, man. Uh, power about the core media. You understand me? So, um, I got a brother sitting across from me right now, man. Um, very interesting fella. Um, sometimes he could be misread, but never misled. Um, could be controversial at times. But um, me personally, I just think, you know, some niggas just them, raw and uncut. Um, fair, you know, <coughs> um, a ball a ball, a strike a strike. Um, Say something slick. No shortcuts. Um, <coughs> I know this nigga, he definitely ain't got no problem with speaking his mind. Um, you know, my um, my experience in dealings with him always been fair. It ain't never been um, no, no gossip shit, no messy shit. Um, it ain't never been about no street <laughs> politics, no rap politics. It's always been about um, you. Like, you good? How you doing? Um, pull up, whoop, whoop. I got this idea. Uh, blah, J, blah, J, blah, J. It's never been um, nothing out of... It's never been nothing out of content, and out of character. And um, I said that to say, you know, bro speak his mind. And you feel me? Like I said... He one of them niggas that um, a lot of niggas couldn't sit across or, you know, a lot of niggas wouldn't know how to uh, fill in this man's presence. You know, everybody got a past in history. And this brother, he definitely one of them Oakland finest, man. All due respect. So, yeah. Much appreciated, King. That shit do, fool. Yes, sir. Asalaamu Alaikum. Walaikum Salaam. Let's talk about that. How long you been a Muslim? Uh, well, okay. So when my Muslim journey, you know, going through the uh, the early stages, I was put on to the Ansel of Muhammad's by the brother Ricky Murdoch. You know what I mean? And that was kind of like a form of Ricky Murdoch. Scar, uh, Scar yes. Scar yes. Yes. You know, we did time with Scar. He laced us all. Right. But that was kind of like black Muslim. Uh-huh. So I was introduced to that at a young age. I went through my transition, became atheist around by around. 2008, I came to Orthodox Islam, Sunni uh-huh. Muslim, uh-huh. and I took my Shahada, and it, it was different. But everything was a journey. I think Islam was always calling me, but I, I, I embrace the Orthodox Islam as a little different. You know what I mean? Right, right, like, right. What, what we had as black Muslims, we needed that at the time. You know what I uh-huh. mean? But even now, you know, they kind of crossed over to Orthodox Islam. Now, you know, from then to now, uh-huh. is you know, they don't pray standing up. They they bust down. Right, you know what right, I mean? right. Things right. of that nature. So it was always calling me, and it, and it always made a lot of sense. You know, I'm a real simple person. Right. So when things make sense, it's like if somebody come around you and you get a weird feeling, it's a reason that happened. Right, right, It just right. don't, like a little kid can walk up to you and you feel good. But, you know, when somebody's supposed to be your partner come around and a Here's on the back of your neck standing up. Right. You got to be in tune with your third eye to right, understand right. the meaning. Right, right. And I don't think I would have a third eye if it wasn't for stuff like Islam. Was like, you raised Christian like the rest of us? Sir, yes, sir. Uh, oh. Southern Baptist. Southern Baptist. My mom and them come from Texas, and they had a, a real strong spiritual foundation. I'm glad you asked that, too, because that helped with my transition. That uh-huh. You know, 
because that caused me to question things. Right, right, like, right. Like, you right. know, when I was in, and when I ran into the brother Ricky Murdoch, and I'm asking him this and that, and he started explaining it and intrigued me. So it kind of opened me up to want to find the truth. Right. And right. I feel like I found it in 2008 when I took my shot at Right, right, right. Was it um, was it hard to make that transition over from okay? Since I was up to eighteen or so, I was taught Christianity. Now, from eighteen to where I am now, I got to transition into a whole nother religion. Was that hard, or was that transition kind of like easy? If you want me to be a hundred percent honest, and I'm not saying this to disrespect anybody, uh, Christianity didn't make a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be a gangster. Mm-hmm. So uh, it damn near seemed like Christians was gangsters. Well, you, right. you know shit, they had slaves and yeah, all kind of yeah, shit. Definitely. I didn't want to be on the low end. Of the, of the, I wanted to be a stand-up. You, you, you understand that like gangsters, we weren't terrorists. We weren't right. putting down mad shoes. We kind of like went out and did what we had to do. To make sure our family was set up right, in right, a good position. It definitely. wasn't about turning all your cousins, nieces, and nephews out. It was like, I'm gonna make this sacrifice to make sure y'all don't never have to see prison, make sure y'all can go to college and nobody had to stress over nothing. That was the angle. And I thought that was, you know, but Islam helped the Orthodox Islam helped balance that out. Like right. as far as make sense of things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. cause if if you really Look at it. You you got the angry African thing uh-huh. going on. We wasn't gangsters in Africa. Right, right. That that's really like some American or some Italian shit. Right. You know what I mean? So that's that's we trying to be something that we was influenced by it ain't what we meant to be. Right. When I'm pushing and Islam you Christianity was some shit that it wasn't it, it was wasn't. it was sight game for black people. Right, okay. When you know we like as far as and the Holy Quran is not going to tell you to turn down the cheek if somebody strike you. Right, right. let you know that it's okay to defend I yourself. Don't, don't get carried away, but you can stand up for yourself. You know what I, you know what I mean? Right. So things of that nature. So um, you grew up in Oakland in the 90s, right? That was your time when you was like... Uh, 80s baby. 80s baby. Okay, 80s baby. No, but I'm saying as far as like jumping off the porch, getting I, into that life. In 88. 88. Wow. So in 88, um, okay, good. I'm good. It was 88. So and, from and the before 80s. Before you go any further, can you define what jumping off the porch means? Because a lot of people don't even okay, use terminology me, like that no more. To me, jumping yeah. off the porch is, you know, your first time start hustling. You first get your bundle. Um, yes, sir. You know, you first getting shot at. You know, you first buy your first thing. You bust your first thing. You know, coming up in that game area, in, in that era to where like, Jumping off the porch wasn't bipping the window. Like, no. you really had to. Your first time getting your feet dirty. Jumping off the porch to me was equivalent to being jumped in in Southern California. That, that's when you made your decision. I'm on this corner. Mama with my ass. I don't care. I'm going back to this corner. Right, right, right. I got right. this bundle. I right. got to do what I got to do. I'm, I'm being a man. Right. So, you, you jumping off the porch, say, in 88. Yes, sir. So, what was the difference from the 80s and 90s? from the 90s to the 2000s and the 2000s and now. Let's do it, 80s and 90s first. 80s and 90s. Very, very, very serious. Uh, my my neighborhood was a JAMA headquarters. So, like, I would go up top. What's JAMA? Uh, JAMA was Billie Jean Foster. Uh, uh-huh. 
uh, organization put together by uh, what's my guy named George Jackson. George Jackson, you know, to be the vanguard for the people. We was going through a lot of uh, shitty shit in the prison system, right? In the political prisoner situation, it was sort of like a Black Panther organization. Some people recognize it as the uh, Black Gorilla Family and things of like that. You know what I'm talking about, right? You know, but uh, it, that was the headquarters. So, as a kid, I'm talking about 12 years old. So how? How did that, like, was that, like, um, because of the brothers that was coming from prison in that era? No, because I don't know why it was, but my neighborhood was kind of built. Like, that's who had the control. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, like, we were really up there being trained to be baby silverback. Gorillas. gorillas. Like, we that's knew right. how to speak Swahili at, like, 12 and 13. I knew what Usalama meant a long time ago. You know what I mean? The, the numbers and things of that nature. It, it was just, it was a different vibe. Right. You know, so, back then, like, we couldn't get on the corner with that nigga shit. We couldn't right. be on the corner saying the N-word or thing. Uh, it, was, it was just a different push. And then, we on the corner and we can hustle, but it was certain parts of that corner that was restricted from us. And that's where they... You know, the OGs used to be up there doing their politicking. Right. The big Excaliburs, the like, you know, we've been seeing a lot of money, Rolexes and all that. It was it was like some real organized crime type shit. Right. In, in fact, back then, you know, that black trade was controlled by them. Right, right, right. So right. any spot that was known for that was a headquarters. Right, the definitely. village. The, you know what I mean? Definitely. Them spots that was moved because you couldn't just get in them games and not be connected. They was right. going to come see you, come shut you down. Right, right, you know? right, 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 right. So I think it was like Peralta. It was a few of them, but I know Sobrani is one of the, one of the, uh, hubs. Know? Yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. So, um, from the, from 80s and 90s, okay, you grew up under that. You watched how real machines get down. You watched how to move and shit. When did it start, you think, start, like, getting kind of, like, eh, iffy? What era, from the 90s to the 2000s <laughs> or the 2000s until now? What I see with my own eyes was they focused on the people that they could label violent, and they got them off the street. Mm. So after they said it was a war on drugs, and that was, in a sense, true, they really was targeting in on violent people. Right. And then after they wiped the streets clean, from the east, the west, the north, all the violent people, then what you think happened to the streets? Mm. You get all the, you know what I mean? You, you take all the head buses out the pie. Yeah, you get loose. It, it get loose. The, the, the structure is not going to be in place like it was, especially if a person feel like he's not going to get killed for crossing game anymore. Mm. Mm. That's, that's deep. That's deep. That's deep. So surviving from then and now, since you must have did something right, you still here? Yeah. You're still here, definitely still here, ticking, moving. How how is it from you trying to cross that life over into the music now? Like, okay, you've seen there, you you've been there, you done that, you lived that. Now I'm trying to convert and do this music shit. Is it still like, okay, damn, I can't really put, I can't really put too much in the music because they'll think I'm going, I'm not street enough no more, or whatever the case may be. I can't focus on the streets too much because my music going to get outdated and they think I'm not about music no more. Like, how are you, how are you dealing with that? How, how yeah, how are you dealing with that? Or how can I deal with that? Uh, my response to that would be, it, I feel like I'm probably one of the realest niggas ever. You dig? And I feel like everybody that been through something and survived something should feel the same way. But 
they don't connect real with your life experience or the places you've been through or the neighborhood you come through. It's now connected through the shiny shit and who you with. You know, I could be realer for being in a picture with somebody that's famous than for being a stand-up nigga nowadays. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a slippery slope because right. I have I have seen myself do sucker shit and weirdo shit trying to be more appealing to a fan base. And when right. I say sucker shit and weirdo shit, I didn't post the big old stacks of money right, with right, no right, job. Right, right. And that's a tax evasion case, nigga. Right, right. I mean, there's a picture know what? on uh, Instagram. You know what I mean? Uh, not to cut you off, but I salute you for saying that, bro. A nigga can acknowledge his hiccups. Because you feel me? I do that too, bro. I acknowledge my hiccups. And um, me and Combi was talking, you feel me, last week. And, um, you know, that don't make you less of a human because you can acknowledge your hiccups. But back to what you were saying. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't made the, And it, the good thing about me is I still got big homies. And, like, I didn't post some shit one time. And me and Daddy was on team with about 800 in the room. And I got a call, like, take that shit down. Right. And you can't even argue with nobody that love you, that's calling you and telling you that that's not cool what right. you're doing. Right. And I'm doing it, trying to appeal and try to fit in with what everybody right. else the doing. The courts but of public opinion. I, other people may have the receipts for they dough. Right. I know we ain't got no motherfucking receipts for this dough. I'm probably right. on public housing and all kind of shit. And I'm on this internet plan. It's crazy, bro. That's crazy. Well, you know, you live and you learn. And I wouldn't think you would be thinking like that on some tax shit. Yeah. Like, you really, it, you feel me? If they want you, yeah. you know what I mean? They know how to come get you. <coughs> or def- with the, we come from dangerous and violent, and, and we come from dangerous areas. And a lot of people like to get on these internet with the guns and get the videos with the right. guns and shit. And I that, used to think that was hella cool for some yeah. reason, bro. Uh, I swear, bro. It felt gangster. It, yeah, it, gangster. That, it did. Know, like, I used to think element. that was cool. But it, it, it ain't going to feel cool in that courtroom. Right. And I don't care what you in there for. You may be in there for some bullshit. But that DA going to make you look like a mass shooter right. with that hammer. Picture, huh? The hammer can be clean, never fired. That DA going to make you look like a mass shooter and the jury going to believe it. Time, speaking of time. I always you when you caught your first real case or when you did your first real bid. Fourteen. Fourteen? Yeah, yeah. That was your YA stint? My YA stint. How long you was in the Y? I, I, I got sentenced by Miss Brooks to 11 years and eight months. Damn, Miss Brooks. My first PCD was in two years. I caught a staff assault and did an extra year. Okay. You know, but I, I was in there with your crazy partners. Uh, uh, Butchie, yeah, and all yeah, yeah, yeah. They had us on work. You was in YA at that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. Early 90s. Yes, sir. Definitely. How was that as a culture shock? As a as a, as a culture shock, uh, what a, the, it was it was a couple different culture shocks because being from Sobrani, like, we really, me, I didn't have no airtime with West Oakland. Right, right, right. So West Oakland was back then was turned up like right. West Oakland you know the dirty West Oakland I mean, it, all the shit but yeah. West Oakland was the heart of the town yeah. you know what I mean yeah. so like them, them little niggas was advanced and them niggas had gold teeth and all right, kind of right, shit right. and they had us turned up in there so it was the experience and shout out to my uh, OG pilots from the 20s a lot of the uh the rolling dubs, that's what they call. They uh-huh. said the rolling twenties back then. A lot of they OGs like lace me on how to do right. their time properly. Right, right. 
and uh, the gangbanger shit. Right, was, right. Uh, that was for me. That was that the was biggest. Crazy. Yeah, that was the biggest to me. Yo, niggas try to tell you, uh, hey, don't say this. You this in my yeah, hood, and we taking yeah, off, and yeah. now it's looking like we enemies, but we really not enemies. But we from the town. We go talk. We said blood a lot. Right, when right, I went right. Away, so they thought we was undercover blood. Yeah, definitely so got that. Know. We definitely got that. Definitely. So then from YA, you what? Went to the pen? From uh, YA. Did a bunch of violations. I could never stop smoking weed. Uh-huh. So every time I came home. Six months uh, to a year. You uh-huh. already know. I did that till I maxed out. 25? Uh, They probably cut me off at like 22, 23. Okay. Uh, bunch of reader jokes. I've probably been a reader about 40 different times. Ah, uh, damn. I, I was a, a real D-boy. Like right, I, right. All, all I did was dream about getting to some zips. Right, our mama's bubbling. Who was gonna throw it to yeah. me? What I was gonna be back? Yeah, and I, I come up in the D boy era. That's all we wanted to do was hustle. Right, 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 right. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. I was like, uh, your first like zip, like when you touched your first zip, hustling, not getting fronted. Yeah, just hustling, like uh, it, it. It was a beautiful feeling. It right, was a beautiful feeling. I wanted a brick that never got the brick. Never got the brick. Uh, and I wouldn't even say I was a good-ass hustler, but our hood was just dumb-ass right. My problem was saving the money. When I look back, everybody that was short was the niggas who didn't spend right, money right, right. had they stack game. You know? Right, right. I could go get the gold ones, the cars, the kits, and all that, but most of them really didn't have no money put up. Right. When you had a little nigga that looked like he dirty, what about 80 put up? Right, right, on, on right. Low, it was know? rolling like that, bro? Yeah, it was rolling like that. Like million-dollar spots. No, for sure. For, for sure. sure. No, we had like forty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 days. You know, we that's had like I'm four saying, different machines spot just On one top. block. Yeah, and, that, and that's not even getting to the rocks. That was us. We right. were small time with, you know, with the rocks, but it was, it, it, it was machining. It was real organized crime. Damn, imagine yeah. that. And the police respected it. Right, right, you know right. Right, right. Do you think... um? We lost that in Oakland. Yeah, like I said, man, when they when they started, you you remember when they did? Okay, they did some stings. I remember like they did the. Uh, I think they hit AF crew, then they hit Slow Nim, then they then the Nutcase shit came around, then mm-hmm. they hit Acorn, then they hit a couple more, but it was just stings yeah. back to back, and I think like that was depriving. Oakland of a lot of structure and like factors. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You just woke my game up. Yes, sir. Definitely. And I probably left a few out, but they was hitting everybody. They yeah. was hitting the 20s, the 8 out, the burnouts. Yeah. Everybody was somebody yeah. got hit and they pulled like about 10 yeah. or 12 and of them. You know them what? Off they the was doing it time. everywhere. They everywhere. was doing it in yes, the city. Yes. The EPA niggas got caught up. They was doing it everywhere in that same era, bro. Yes, sir. You a sharp nigga, bro. Yeah. You just really woke my game up. Because I be sitting there thinking that me and Stalin, we be talking about hella town shit, bro. Like, you feel me? I really love Oakland. Yes, so sir. it's like. You hear it in my raps, you know, like, I really love everything about the pimping, the fast talking, the hustling, the conscious uh, side we got. Like, every, like, a Oakland nigga, bro, it's hella shit inside one. Like, you feel me? A Oakland nigga just saucy everywhere. Like, like uh, I think Ricky said, you gonna meet a nigga from the Bay or Oakland anywhere, like, anywhere. And I love that part of Oakland, and you just woke me up, me and Stalin. Be talking all the time, like, bro, when did we stop being Oakland? Like, you know, when did we stop, like, when niggas stop hustling for real, basically, like, because it's like niggas don't hustle no more, bro. You know, it's just, it's just mobbing. 
And I, I don't really like calling it mobbing because it's just killing, really. Like, you feel me? It ain't mob. It's just killing. It's, 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 uh, kind of make, like, uncivilized, like the pirate days. You, right. You, you're trying to push, you caught you some fish, and somebody, we want all your fish, jump off right. the boat, we're taking that too. So, you know, uh, Oakland, like, we had a lot of, coming up in the hood, it was like simple rules. You could rob, but you couldn't rob nobody in the hood. Right, you right, couldn't break right. in no houses in the hood. Right. You couldn't drive crazy. Like sometimes when I go stand in Sabrini now and the people that drive crazy around me, it makes me so paranoid because everybody windows is tinted. You ain't right. got no plates. I right. don't know if it's a right. plate. So now I don't want to come over there because I don't want no accident to happen right, to no right. babies or nothing because it just is no rules. And the whole town is like that. Right. Like the way they driving crazy and stuff. You'll think somebody really coming to do something to you. And I guess they think it's joy riding or something. Right, right. And they, I don't know. Hyphy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. How you feel about that era? Do you think that era helped or affected the Bay? I was not a fan of the hyphy movement, but I won't say nothing against it and I can't knock it. I just, I was a big fan of East Coast hip hop, gangster music. I ain't gonna that lie, bro. I shit. was hyphy as fuck. I was on yeah. ecstasy back then. Yes, sir. I was part of that. You feel me? Like, cat the fuck out. But yeah, definitely. I, I never took you as a hyphy artist. I, no, I was. Yeah. I wasn't a hyphy artist. I was hyphy. I was yeah. NYA hyphy, nigga. Yeah, we, boom. No, 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 no. You I, feel me? Yeah, but see, 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 that hyphy. I know that hyphy. Right, right, right. Uh, so I thought you was talking about like the, the other hyphy. Okay, that music hyphy. No, the, the, the culture. When okay, they yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I was down when they was hopping on the cars. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You missed that uh, era. Yeah, really? I'm going to keep it real. That came from Vallejo. I understand. I that understand. came from Vallejo. And I remember when that came around. You feel but me? It was, it was a different feeling being in like L.A. County. And the nigga asked to talk about, y'all really be jumping on cars and licking cars right. and shit. Well, I, we damn near got a fight, nigga. And no disrespect right, to my sure. brothers in LA, but niggas are really right. be like, yeah, is sure. that what y'all really doing? For and, sure. And like, they young, no, I that's, definitely, that's what they are. No, hell no. I definitely <laughs> wasn't on uh, that type of hyphy, but I know what you're talking about. And hell yeah, as me doing music now, traveling, that shit kind of, we still kind of got like that stigma, like, that's what y'all do type shit. Yeah. Like, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Like, niggas really do this and do that. Like, you feel me? But hell yeah, that happened in the music. But that era of that good feeling, that, oh my God, bro. I was I was a part of that, bro. I think it was something good. I just was, I was just old. It's like, it's like the, uh. I mean, you ain't too old, nigga. But you got, you got some people to this day that only rock that old school American muscle and then some of the youngsters like them foreign things. Right, you know right, I mean? right, 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 right. But I got homeboys, like V, V ain't about to buy no foreign nothing. Right, right. You got to go get a 53 caddy, a, a national. And come clean. And yeah. come clean. That's. You know what I mean? That's that Oakland in Right, right, right. But I'm not saying the people with the foreigns ain't Oakland too, but they a different era. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? What was your old school back then? Uh, I, six nine Cougar. Six nine. Extra Saucy. Seven. Yes, sir. You went wet. It, no, it, it wasn't wet. It was it was like all prime. It was running. Right, was right, running. right. Running I, on I, shit. I didn't get the wet. I wasn't. I didn't get a lot of. I didn't learn how to stay out of jail until my uh probably. Late twenties. Late twenties. My late twenties. I started getting like six and seven year runs. But right. after that it'll be like see go come home and last for about six to nine months and go do three, four more years. So sick now. Yeah. 
sick. And that, that's, yeah, I was caught up in that little shit too. But then again, that's no guidance. I never have really had no uh, proper role models for real. Or I wasn't trying to listen to nobody. Let's say that. Yeah. I had niggas around, but I just wasn't trying to listen to them at the time. But so, I think you guys did a little better than us. Like, uh, watching. Like you styling, uh, shady, uh-huh. uh, feel like you guys stayed on the street, man. And you guys got to really do this music, you know right, what I right, mean? Right, right. Y'all been around for a long time. Definitely yeah. blessed, man. Yeah. Shout out to styling, bro. Yes, sir. Like, yes, sir. Shout out yes, to styling. Um, I remember styling the Dame. I was just about to say the, that. The, the, Cyprus. the red yeah. thing. I, I remember that. Like yeah. yesterday, I remember styling. Being a little nigga, yeah. a little nigga, you know what I mean? Mingles, I remember all yeah, that shit. Yeah, for sure, you know definitely, I mean? definitely. You know? So, um, definitely shout out Stalin, man. And a lot of niggas don't say this, but Stalin mean a lot to Oakland, bro. Yes, sir, do. Like Stalin mean a fucking lot to Oakland. He another nigga that don't get his flowers. You feel me? People always saying flowers. Stalin never gets his flowers. So he is like, um, <laughs> I don't think it bothers him anymore. It definitely don't. It definitely don't. He was, but he, to me, he was like who bought Oakland to um, Kansas City's to, you know, uh, Seattle's and little shit like that. Like, you know, Stalin did that. So, I've shout out to Stalin. I've been in Kansas City on the ground, too. I've been in that little, I've been in Seventh Heaven. I've been in them the little, little record store. store. Yeah, I seen yeah. all the little Wu-Tang. Uh-huh. There was a lot of Live wire shit down there. They love styling. They love sure, the town. For sure. They definitely. love it to Jack too. They the Jack, Jack definitely. Like, niggas put, you know, we do what we supposed to do. Man. Who um what's up with the Lem Fi back in the day? That that rap group, what was that about? That's for sure, yo, Eric. What's the tweak on that? The tweak on that, that was the Frisco boys, but I'm trying to think what it they oh, okay, so Eleven five is short for eleven five hundred. Eleven uh-huh. five hundred is the pedo code for hair ride, also for loitering. Okay. So I believe that you know, because we end up confronting them. And I'm not saying me, but some of the big homies right. ran into them, and they was like, "Oh, so that had nothing for, to do." No, no, that was a Frisco group, but they was using eleven five as a reference for dope. Okay. Like we some dope niggas, and the, you know what I mean. 11-5. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but yeah, uh, it wasn't no big controversy. Right, right, right. You know, the homies was tripping. Right, so too short wasn't too short a part of that though? Hit dog. Nah. Oh. Well he had the dangerous click? He had the dangerous crew. Okay, dangerous crew. Yes. Sir. Wasn't that some Sabrandy cats too? Uh I'm not I don't think so. But too short is like a, it's from Sabrandy, so I could see why so, a person would think that. So short from Sabrandy. Short is from like from 85th, but came to Sabrani and never left. Right, you right, got right. Got some homeboy that came over. Yeah, for to, sure. And, and, yeah. And he did. So, yes, sir. Okay, okay. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, back then, what? Dangerous Dame, Too Short, what? Rapping Ryan? Dame from Brookfield. Rapping Ryan is, I believe, it was from Alvin, Alvin Bloom. Uh huh. If, if I could be wrong. Right there by Council Mile, right? Yes, sir. Okay. I believe that's where Ryan was from. Back then, they was big too. Like when they were, niggas was pushing, like early 90s, Alvin Grooms was. Uh, Alvin Grove was dangerous. Okay. You know, they had probably some different uh, spot from the area over there controlling it. Right, know? right, right. So as far as Danger Dane and rapping around, like, do you remember coming up in that era? Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, niggas yeah. was on? Like, what was the town like then? Like, was it muscle cars, 50s? Like, what so, niggas man, was on? It, it, was, it was, that was the original town. Castle Mile was herpes high. Uh, you know, West Oakland was grimy. <laughs> yeah. You know. Back in that, so... What made the town beautiful was back in the day, everybody stayed in their envelope. Uh-huh. So you couldn't go to 
like 94th and get a Sobrani Park experience. Right. You would have had to come to Sobrani, to Sobrani Park okay. to okay. get to Sobrani Park. That was the only way you was go get to hear the slang or get to right. mingle with us because you wouldn't go find us on seminary or any other spot. You know how now is, you know. Yeah, you, you mingle, you, niggas you, mingle. Yeah, it, it yeah. was like, it was the envelope. Right, Nigga right. It would be like, you know, West Oakland was real West Oakland. The North, you know, and boom. boom. I liked it that area as far as when everybody just start like freelancing. Like, uh, I remember going to, uh, I think I think 82nd or some West Oakland spot was hooked up not too long ago. But it was like, it wasn't nothing wrong with it. It just was different. Right, 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 right. It was like a different experience. And then my little partner was telling me, like, yeah, all them ain't even from over there. They won't, 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 won't. So now it's like the little homies got to give me the game <laughs> right. on how to board. Because right. back in the day, this would have been a burnout spot. Like, right, everybody right, right. over here is for sure part of this family. Right, 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 I, right. You know what I mean? So, you know, dynamics change. I think L.A. went through the same thing. Like, a lot of their gangs and shit is hooked yeah. up. And, you know, I think sometimes people who had the same enemies uh-huh. may link up. Right, you know right, what I mean? right, right, right. So, you know. Yeah. So that's that's some cold shit, bro. Uh, my bad for just dining on Oakland for a minute, but it's I don't get to hear good Oakland stories every day, man. So I had to wake my game up, you know, just to get a little bit of food for my soul, you know. So what's up with the music? What you pushing? What we on? Oh, well, this, Ricky, this fuck this rap shit with Ricky. Ricky got a very strong project. He slow rolling it. Uh, just wrapped up the Dominion getting that uh, mixed. I wanted you on it, uh-huh. but uh, I guess I'm at to settle with trying to get you on my album, my next solo yeah, album. it's all good. But yeah, we push it, man. Oh, the delinquents got a strong push right now. I think them and the mechanics is setting up for a rollout. For sure, of, for sure. Uh, shout out to Dot and Twig. Thank yeah, you, you shout, brought them yes, up. Sir. I need shout to get to them. Um, nigga, we got a slapping ass project and Dot been on my ass and um. I'm definitely turning songs in and we definitely stand in touch with each other, man. Shout out to the mechanics, bro. Like, like good brothers, good brothers, wholesome brothers. Definitely got that town sound. So if a nigga listen, look, if y'all looking for a town sound, an Oakland sound, get a beat from the mechanics. For sure, for sure. If you can. On my mama, if you can, definitely. So fuck this, fuck this rap shit with Rick. What? What you pushing, nigga? What, what uh, CL got going? What's your solo shit? My solo shit, I I, I want to be able to drop it for uh, the fourth quarter, Masters of the Game, The Jewel Thief. Uh-huh. It's named after a book I read in YA by Cindy Sheldon called Masters of the Game. Cindy Sheldon books, so, yeah. Uh, was it one of them thick-ass ones? It was a, very, it was a yeah. thick one. It was very intriguing. And uh, the the album is full of gems. Everything is a, a parable. What's the tweak lesson. with um you and Fab? Y'all just you just dropped a video with him, right? A yeah, single with that, him, right? That's from uh Survivor's Guilt. That was my last solo I had dropped. Hell yeah, and that's doing good. Skyfall and shout out Fab too. Fab been uh trying to help a nigga with a lot of uh behind the scenes, different angles, marketing schemes, and just right. opening a lot of networks. And I I, I want to shout out to Tam too, cause. I'm 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 getting proud of my city again, you know, despite the youngster shit, and we can't really control the youngster shit because the youngsters go be youngsters. I was a youngster before. But on the trying to get it, you know, mature and less bullshit, you know what I mean? I see the city gravitating. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, definitely. Again, I definitely you know? said that. Shout out Oakland. Yes, sir. Definitely, definitely. Definitely shout out Oakland. Yeah. So what's up with you, man? Who 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 you married? What you got going on, brother? Man, uh, 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 
You married? You you asking for it? Huh? What CL got going on? I'm I'm making the best of it, man. I'm making the best of it. My focus is on my babies. I got two. Uh, I got three kids. One grown, two youngins. Oh, grandbabies. Uh, little Cedar about twenty seven. My my uh my daughter, my second baby, fourteen. Little Killer is ten. And my grandbaby nine. That's raw, bro. So that's raw. That's raw. Focus on me. I'm trying so we need you too, nigga. Yes, we sir. need you, CL, bro. Yes, you a good nigga, CL. And um, I love tapping in with you, bro. Like for sure, for sure. And it's crazy. We be running into each other in the mix. No, like no, you feel me? I, I in the mix. Um, whether it's at a, a, a barber shop, whether it's at a a, a burrito truck, or anywhere, bro. Like a club, grocery store. We meet. I, I see you in the mix, bro. And you always like this, bro. Always humble. Always on some what's up shit. And you know who speak highly of you, bro. Who love you, bro. Kambi, bro. Kambi, love you, bro. Like that's really. Uh, he's really speak highly. Uh, you always pushing, bro. CL, bro. Fuck with big bro. Like he, you feel me? He be pushing that for you, bro. Kambi, definitely love you, bro. No, can't be that can't be one of my young homies and you know, uh with the hood shit. You, you know how hood shit be. Like, cause niggas we wanna be Well who you grew up with or this or that, but right, I, right, I right. really, really remember Can't Be. I fuck with Can't Be and I be proud of him. And like, you know, back in the day, niggas used to look down on you for not having a wide number. I look down on you for not being to the pen hella time, but that was a dumb way of thinking. And right. that shit is over. Ain't really nothing gangster about. You can't get that time back. Right. Like, nigga, I done did about 22 years incarcerated. Oh, damn, for and, real? And, and, yeah, that ain't nothing to brag about. But How I can many also books say, you think you read? Oh, no, I done read hella books. Hell, man. And I ain't talking about Urban's. I didn't like Urban's. I was reading, like, you know, Machiavelli. Right, the, right. The, the autobiography of Asada Sakur, The Rise and Fall of the Black Panthers. I used that time to sharpen me. Right, right. You know what I mean? So I know I was fucking up, and I wasn't killing nobody or nothing. It was, like, most of the time dope cases or gun cases or violations. But every time I went down, I came back to about 12 dead homies. Right, right, right. So right, I, I really yeah. learned to understand it. Nigga, this was a blessing in disguise. You know what I mean? Cause and, and then the people that I was losing, everybody went violent. Everybody went bad guys. Some of them dudes had never sold nothing. Some of them dudes had never shot nothing. And they really lost their life. Right, right. Just hanging out or passing through or in car accidents. So you know how that shit was. And I just started to realize, like, man, you got to take advantage of these blessings. You got to take advantage of this shit. You think COVID was released by the government? Uh, yes. Hell yeah, huh? Hell yeah. Definitely. How you feel about the EDD niggas, bro? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm definitely not mad at them. Uh-huh. If you hit, you got away with it. Uh, God bless you. It, it was a blessing. Yes, sir. It was, it, it was, it was, it's the same way uh, EDD wasn't no different from sliding. A lot of people didn't touch sliding, but that was a million-dollar industry. Right. uh, A lot of chicks came up. A lot of the Sagoonies came up and all. But if you hustling and you in the mix, get it, man. Right. Just just don't tell on nobody and and don't shoot your pot in the back of the head over no EDD or no slider shit. Right. You know what I mean? For sure. It It was a lot of niggas flexing on their pottings, bro. No, that shit, that shit, that shit, shit, man. Listen, I seen a lot of people OD. 
I was Ooh, on the ground. I me. seen a lot talk of people OD. Like I, I, I stayed in the uh the Marriott downtown for a year straight, and a lot of young people would get them rooms, and like two days later they get found dead. Hella money, hella cars, couple straps on like the niggas overindulged in whatever they was doing. Wow. They, I, did, I seen like seven of them Damn. up in there. Yes, sir. Speak so, on it, bro. It was a gift and a curse. It, right. it was a blessing, but like you know it. A nigga should grab that shit and grab some property. Right, and right, If you right. was in it, you know, or something that you could have, it made sense of it because I, I don't think you going to see no shit like that ever again. around for maybe not our lifetime. Right, right, but right. I was looking at it like, oh. Do you it, think it was a social experiment? I don't think it was a social experiment. I think it was a, a loophole. Listen, I believe everybody got it, but if I open a loophole so you get it, you ain't watching me. They got it too. Trump them got it. Right. So so while everybody was doing that thing, they just got it on a bigger scale. Right, definitely. You know what I mean? So that's that's that was the only difference though. Now we got the Democrats in there. Right. The Democrats don't want to eat with nobody. Right, right, right. They're right. totally different. Right. Talk they, about they it. They want to take these weapons Talk off the about street it. Yeah. and they, they wanna uh have us living like we in prison in yeah, our own neighborhood. Talk about it, bro. So that's the difference. Like if people thought Trump was really the bad guy. So what? Trump was racist. Hella people racist. Right. Your boss might be right. racist. You right. ain't gonna quit, is you? Right. Hell no. You at Tesla, you've been there for seven years. All them motherfuckers probably you still go to work. Right. So what's the difference of having a racist president that's gonna let you eat? Definitely. It's about the business. See, people be mad at me for liking Trump, bro. Yeah, I liked him too. Yeah, see? Real one, bro. That's Real right. one. Real one. That's crazy. Um, you're a very political brother. Yes, sir. You gotta yeah, watch yeah. the board. You gotta watch the board. And I like Obama. He he did the best he could do, but it was a big difference from Obama and Trump. Huh? For sure, especially for us in the for black sure. market. For sure, and what Definitely. we went through. Salute Trump. That should have been that should have been Obama. Yeah, though. Obama sure. should have been able to do some shit. For like, sure, we should have ran it up. When Obama got in there, but they probably would have, you know what they probably would have did to him. Right, right. Democrat, you know? it's, it's, it's crazy. Um, Man, bro, I can sit here and chop with you for a long time, bro. Like, you a cold, bro. Like, you a cold dude. And it's uh, it's crazy, man. You never know until you sit down and really have a conversation with a motherfucker, bro. Yes, and, like, you a dope motherfucker, bro. Appreciate who, it. Who you, think, who you think right now that's buzzing in the town, bro, that deserve to get a good look? Like that's really going crazy and putting on. Oh, let me see. This buzzing in the town deserves. Or buzzing in you. It don't even got to be in the town. Just buzzing in you. Yeah. Let me see. I'm going to say Ricky Styles. Ricky Styles. Okay. Why Rick? Because uh, Rick Rick was, listen. Rick Rick was on the verge of throwing the towel in, uh-huh. and and everything he said makes sense. He was like, you know, I, I'm not like Rick is an amazing young dude, and uh, I didn't always fuck with Rick because I thought he was like an arrogant little rich asshole. Yeah, but getting to uh, rock and roll with him, uh, he's a hell of a mover and shaker. Right, if you, you know what I'm trying to say. So. Watching him in the element, and then he had a passion for rap. So uh-huh. he's like, man, this rap shit ain't making me no money. I got him back into liking Believing what he was doing. Again. And, and, and it, it, I, I got him off the competition shit, and I got him to focus on focus on your strong points. Right, right, right. Like, right. Man, you could go any city in the United States and go get in and get, in and get yeah. out and focus on 
having fun, seeing the world, and you know what I mean. Right, right, right. And and then it got fun again. Right, 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 right. Definitely, definitely. Shout out to Ricky Styles, man. Like I said, salute, bro. I appreciate you for coming on, fucking with me. Where can the people find your shit at? Man, everywhere, man. Uh, put Google Chris Lockett, uh, YouTube, Kevin Lockett, little brother, uh, IG. I am Chris Lockett on Twitter. Kevin Lockett, I, Kevin Lockett. Uh, not to cut you off. I hear you push, bro, a lot. Yeah. Like, what did bro mean to you? Big, big bro was the foundation. So you know, and like, like neighborhoods like Sabrani, most of the people over there like had like five or six different generations of their family Being in the there, hood, right? So like Kevin Lockett was our foundation. Like you know, we was one family, but my brother went made all the relationships that made us to be able to. Me to have Sabrani Park on my back, you know, because right. before I was me, I was Kevin Lockett, little brother. Right, you you, you right. remember them days? Right, yeah, yeah. Well, that's how they identified yeah. you. And my brother had a good name. That's okay. all I'm trying to say. Definitely, so it was easy for me to move and grow. That's little Lockett. Right, 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 and that's, right. That's be the importance of you know. I'm always. Sometimes it might seem like some cat shit, but having a good name and took me farther than my money took me. Right, definitely. Definitely, you know what I mean? definitely. And I'm learning that now. Um, people fuck with me for me, bro. Like, you feel me? And um, I've, these last few years, bro, I've transitioned away from a lot of shit. Yes, and um, and um, I'm evolving into a better blood, blood, a better Larry, a better father, a better man. You feel yeah. me? And by me doing that, I had to cut some shit loose. I had to cut some habits loose. I had to cut some people loose. And, um, my name, bro, it exceeds itself, bro. Like, when you mention my name, um, people's faces ain't going to turn up. You feel me? Yeah. They going to, I want them to remember me as, damn, blood gave me an opportunity to do this. Or, you feel me, help me with this. Like, you know, my name, my name, it give me further than my money. You feel me? Like, a lot of places, people don't even want to accept my money. Like, you know, like, nah, bro, hell no. Nah. Like, you crazy in this love. I move like that genuinely. You feel yeah. me? I got, um. People from L.A. that love me, that you feel me, whatever I need, studios, anything I need is just there. Like, um, like I'm just blessed to have a good name, so you would say. And by you standing on your brother's name, I wish when I'm gone, when I um leave my, my leave my physical body and transform into my, you feel me, heavenly body, that my son read my name like that. You feel me? So by having a good name, I really stand on that, and I see what you mean by your brother because yeah. like that's how I think like I want to have one of them names bro like yes, and I want to be that for for sure for sure bro I thank you bro and again you got to come sit down with me again you can come every week if you want to man and just give me some history on some town shit bro man much, can, much appreciate I definitely want to sit here bro and pick your brain bro on that east man and you feel me all the shit that was going on bro it's like a a historian. We historians now, bro. Yes, we got to keep this shit lit. Like, we're like, you know, the last of that era, bro. The last of that breed. And we got to, you know, preach this to, the, to our youth, to, to the motherfuckers that's under us. We got to give them this game, bro. Let them hear this story. Not hide nothing from these niggas. Really try to fuck with it, bro. So I want to sit here with you and just talk about town shit and hustling and shit, bro. Maybe we can wake some niggas game up. And like, I appreciate it. Please do come again. Say less. Yeah, your hand broke my back. We good?